Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Good morning, everyone. May God bless you this great day, as this is the day the Lord's made. And as I always say, we're going to rejoice and be glad in it. And I don't always say that. It comes from the Word of God. But I'm certainly glad you're listening and hope and pray that God just anoints everything you do because you're honoring Him. And I pray you're honoring Him. I want to talk about kind of molding culture today or shaping culture, whatever way you want to say it. I think we have such an opportunity to be that positive influence in a dark world, and I hope that we are. Our Heavenly Father, lead us this day. Guide us. Take us down new paths that would help us show people you in a powerful and mighty way. That, Lord, that we could take our minds and hearts off all the evil that's going on around us and put our faith and trust in you, that you would open up doors and you would protect us and you would lead us. God, be with our nation. Be with the decisions that are being made. Lord, I pray that people would look to you and start realizing some of the things that they're doing and thinking. And God, if it's against your word, that they would turn it around. Lord, I give you thanks for this day in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, the call to the Old Testament people of God had always been that they were to be those who would represent God's plan for the whole world. They'd be different, not for the sake of difference, but that they might reveal God's plan to the whole world. It's no surprise that when Jesus began his sermon on the mount, outlining what people should do and how people should live, the new kingdom, it begins by establishing their identity. You know, the Lord desires for believers to be on the front line of helping the world know him. So the question I have for you at the very beginning, are you on the front line of helping people to know the Lord? I hope so. My voice is cracking, so I need to have a little sip of a drink here. Pardon me, it doesn't crack very often, but it certainly did there. But we need to be on the front line of sharing with this world. What is our identity as a Christian? What are we about? What do people see in us? Do they see Jesus? Or do they see someone who proclaims Jesus, but there's no sign of Jesus in our lives? I hope that isn't the case. Well, in the Beatitudes, Jesus shares on the Sermon of the Mount, he says some very pointed things in Matthew chapter 5, verse 1 through 12, and I want to share that with you this morning. It's very familiar passage of Scripture. I think many people who read the Word of God know what the Beatitudes are, but this is Jesus' words as he is sharing on the mountainside. And the disciples came to them, and he taught them this. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they will be shown mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted because of righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when people insult you, persecute you, and falsely say all kinds of evil against you because of me. Rejoice and be glad, because great is your reward in heaven, for in the same way they persecuted the prophets, who were before you. You know, 
he is sharing truth, not an order with them, not a command, but truth. He wants people to understand the truth of the gospel. Blessed are the poor in spirit. Theirs is the kingdom. Understand the poor in spirit. They're going to be favored, uh, so so to so to speak. Here, you know, and blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness. You know, and that's do we have a hunger and thirst for righteousness? Do we have such a desire to know God that we spend time in His Word? We spend time praying. We spend time in the house of God. Where is our desire? The truth of the matter is, much of the world's desire isn't steeped in in hungering and thirsting after righteousness. Christianity, sometimes today, is people are just trying to get by. They just want to claim the name of Jesus, and that's it. Well, Jesus shares results of the good choices. That's what he shares in the Beatitudes. That's why he starts out with blessed. You know, blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. The results of being meek, the results of being poor in spirit, the results of being merciful, the results of having a pure heart. That's what he shares. Read that again on your own and think about those words. What we find in Matthew 13 through 16, these words. You are the, this is Jesus again, you are the salt of the earth. But if the salt loses its saltiness, how can it be made salty again? It is no longer good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled underfoot. You are the light of the world. A town built on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on a stand, and it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others, that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. He wants us to be the light of the world. He wants us to be the salt, the flavoring of the world. So when he announces that these disciples of the kingdom are salt and light, he is urging them to see themselves differently. To everyone looking on, they might have appeared as ordinary. But to Jesus, they're the ones through whom the love of God will be shared to the world. They act as salt in places that are missing a vital ingredient and as light in places that are dark. See, salt was used for many purposes, as a preservative to stop food from rotting, as flavoring to enhance flavors, as a fertilizer uh, to enable fruitfulness. Light is a metaphor that highlights the fact that in dark places, not only does light reveal what is there, but also offers a new perspective for everyone. In this passage, light is related to actions. The everyday actions that demonstrate that these people had a different view. In, in verse 16, Jesus suggests that people would see these and realize that there must be some other source for these lives. But it doesn't sound as though you need to work hard to live like this. It has, it has the feel, or I should say the flowing naturally from the identity of God's people. This life we have received is lived out in the midst of a culture that is decided that it wants it different. And you're seeing this all around us. The culture wants the way of the world. They're trying to take everything away from us. It's a battle. We are in a spiritual battle right now. Our world is in a spiritual battle. Christians are in a spiritual battle. How do we live alongside people who may think that belonging to a church and believing in Jesus is just an activity, no big deal? But you know what? We've got to do something. 
We've got to add flavor to society. We've got to be that salt agent. Salt is a major ingredient in, per, in, in preserving things. You, know, you want something preserved? You know, salt is one of those agents. Salt is a major ingredient in adding flavor. Now, I like salt. I, I can't say I eat a ton of salt, which is they say is not great for you anyway. But I eat some, and I eat, and certainly on my tomatoes, I like salt. And uh, I don't salt everything like some people just salt everything. They grab the salt shaker before they even taste it. That's, that's some people, because they said it adds flavor. I had a, my friend Mel is a phenomenal cook, and he made things. And let me tell you, his steaks were the best steaks Ever, but he did some kind of seasoning, some kind of salt and pepper, some kind of, I don't know what all he did, but they were the most incredible steaks, and all his food was incredible. But because he added seasoning, he added flavor. See, Jesus wants mankind to know him, to have a relationship with him. And right now, most mankind does not. Oh, 70%, I think, of Americans claim to be Christian, but does 70% of all those really, or 100% of those 70% know what being a Christian is? Do they really believe in Jesus? Are they really putting their trust in him? Are they really selling out to him? Are we really living a life of righteousness and holiness? See, we are instruments that God wants to use. He wants to use you and I to just change and touch lives and to bring that flavor and that people would see that it's about Jesus, we could, hey, we could have Chef Jesus. How, how's that? Chef Jesus, who brings light and brings, excuse me, he'll bring light too, but he brings salt into our lives and adds flavor to who we are. You know what? We've got to start laying out plans of how we can be a difference in the world. I know I talk about this kind of thing a lot. And you guys, somebody just told me the other day, he said, oh, I was with Doug Armstrong, uh, you know, you just heard him uh, recently. What a great guy. You talk about a great guy. I love Doug, and his heart for God is huge. But, you know, one of the things he said, I got figured, he said, how many shows that, you know, and how many prayers and stuff that you did at the legislature said, man, over the last 15 years, there's been a lot. Prayer is such a vital part of life and sharing God's good news on the radio is a vital part of life. I'm glad I've had the opportunity the last 15 years to do these things, but I hope we can get another 15 years, not necessarily in the same roles, but yet sharing Jesus to a lost world. And people, we have that opportunity, whoever you are, wherever you're at, you have that opportunity to be the salt of the earth. Have an opportunity to be the salt that adds flavor in people's spiritual lives because you're proclaiming the name of Jesus who which every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. I pray that you will help shape culture by who you are. You'll start molding culture by who you are. You'll start living Jesus maybe like you've never lived him before, that you take it very seriously, and it is a call upon your life that you think about, you meditate about, you read God's word, and you're encouraged and you respond to it. Thank you for listening to Christian Radio. I think it's a great thing because you can hear messages. I just listened to Paul Shepard uh, the other day here, and I just uh, was touched by what he said and the power of God through him. And you know what? God wants to use us all, but we have to be willing to be used. May God bless you and lead you, and we'll talk to you tomorrow. Have a great day. 
LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.